My name is Erica Talia McCarthy, and I use gratitude as a cornerstone for attracting everything I want in my life. I am here to show you how to reduce stress, create great habits, and develop a winning mindset that will allow you to create the life of your dreams by planting gratitude seeds and watching your gratitude garden grow. Come on my journey with me as I share what has worked and what has not worked in my life. Let's manifest, change our mindsets, and make this world a better place together. Welcome to the Gratitude First Garden. I am so happy you are here. Hey God, it's me. Oh God, I am just feeling so stuck and so burnt out and so drained in my business right now. God, I really just need some help and some guidance. Like, what am I doing wrong? Why am I always so tired? Why do I feel like I literally work 24 hours in my business? And on top of that, God, I feel like nothing about my business really stands out. Like, there's so many other businesses in my niche and it's so competitive and I just don't feel like I have anything that's special. I don't think I have a special spark or anything that really stands out. And, oh God, I just, I just don't know what to do about feeling drained, about how to stand out. And it seems like the more I think about making sales and getting more clients, the more stuck and stagnant I become. God, oh, this is just so hard for me. And I really, really need some help here. Can you please help me out? Thank you so much. Amen. Erica, I'll show you three things that you need to do now in your business. gardeners, let us take a moment to close our eyes and take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and think of all of the ways in which we are grateful today. What are you grateful for? Who are you grateful for? Let us just think about the people and just the amazing blessings that we have in our lives that we can just say thank you for today. Let us close our eyes and reflect on those blessings now.
very good my gratitude first gardeners let us take a deep breath in and a deep breath out and we'll open our eyes and start the show after this short break Hello to me at Gratitude First. That is Gratitude1ST on Instagram. Or um, you can just email me at hello at gratitudefirst.com. I I love to connect with you all and get to know you and all of that good stuff. So just say hi. (laughs) OMG, you guys, I have a huge announcement. I am so happy and just uh, overjoyed and proud of my BFF um, slash sister, Allie. She started a business where she is selling the most amazing pot pies. Um, She sells veggie pot pies, um, chicken pot pies, and smoked turkey pot pies, you guys. And when I say they are like out of this world good, (laughs) and I'm not just saying that because I wouldn't want you guys to eat anything that is not tasty. (laughs) So I'm not just saying that, I promise. But they are out of this world good. She has always been like the most amazing cook. The the thing um, with us in our relationship is like when I go over her house like she cooks right she always cooks and then I always wash her dishes I'm like one of those people I'm one of those weird people that loves to wash dishes by hand you guys like I can literally count on my fingers how many times I have used the dishwasher literally like like since I have been like an adult living on my own, I've literally probably used the dishwasher like less than 10, 15 times max, you guys. Like I literally always wash the dishes by hand <laughs> and she makes fun of me for that. But anyway, so that's our thing. Like she cooks amazing meals and then I clean her kitchen for her. That's the that's that's how we do it. And guys, when I tell you she is an amazing cook oh my gosh oh my gosh guys so I wanted to just like come on here and tell you guys about her pot pie business um she makes everything from scratch 
all organic ingredients, the best, you know, ingredients. They are absolutely delicious. Um, and you can find her online at jubileespotpies.com. So that's J-U-B as in boy, I-L-E-E-S, pot pies, P as in Paul, O-T, P as in Paul, I-E-S.com. So jubileespotpies.com. And I'll have a link to this Um in the show notes as well. But guys, please support her. So if you are in um, Georgia, we're in the state of Georgia. Um, She like hand delivers to several um, cities um, in Georgia, or we can like work something out, you know, so that you can get your pot pie. But it's amazing, you guys like, you know, as parents, so we're just sometimes we're just tired. And we can open up our kitchen, our refrigerator, and we'll look inside the refrigerator and be like, you know, what the heck am I going to cook? What do I feel like cooking? What's easy to cook that won't have me in the kitchen for an hour, (laughs) right? Like we, we have those dilemmas, like sometimes we're just exhausted. And if you're me, (laughs) when I'm exhausted, I just pick up my phone and order Uber Eats, but you don't have to do that now. (laughs) You can order an amazing pot pie from Jubilee's Pot Pies and um they're so good and it's such a healthy delicious meal the pot pies are huge you guys so it'll be enough for your family and she always she also makes mini pot pies um if you are like just wanting something individual right they're so filling you guys i had a mini one um last night me and my son it was so good so filling and we had a, the most amazing photo shoot, you guys. Like, oh my gosh, it was so much fun. My, me, Allie, and her brother all did a photo shoot to support her. And she's going to put like the images on her website and all of that. It was so much fun. We laughed. And I'm just, oh, Allie, if you're listening to this, my dear, I am so proud of you. Oh my God, I've just been telling everyone about her business. I'm so proud of her. Oh, it's, oh, I just can't wait until she like opens up her store. Her dream is to open up a little shop in Savannah. I cannot wait to see her open her shop um, in Savannah. Oh no, not Savannah, Tybee Island. She had to correct me last night, Tybee Island. <laughs> so, oh my God, what was that? That was like a snore or I don't know what that was. Just ignore that, guys. <laughs> I don't know what just came out of my mouth right there. It was like a snort in a hiccup, I guess. I don't know. But, <laughs> um, guys, just support my my lovely, my beautiful. She's just absolutely gorgeous inside and out. And she's an entrepreneur now. And I'm so excited for her. So please go to her website, support her, tell everyone you know about Jubilee's pot pies, you guys. I promise you they're good. I would not tell you, (laughs) I would not tell you to buy food. I know food is a very touchy subject. So I would not tell you to buy food if it was not good, you guys. I promise you they are so good. So, oh my gosh, just, yeah, I'm just so proud of you, Allie. Oh my God. And thank you for taking me on this journey with you. 
I'm so happy I get to see your amazing business from the ground up and from, you know, the first moment you started. And we're going to look at this business a couple of years from now and we're going to be in awe of like where you are. So I'm, I'm just so, oh my God, I'm trying not to cry. I'm just so, so, so proud and so happy for you, my dear Allie. So guys, go to Jubilee's Pot Pies. They're so good. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> So I'm trying not to make this intro long, you guys, because like <laughs> my son and his dad <laughs> are like outside right now running around and playing. And I think his dad is like um, like putting him on one of his big trucks so he could ride around the neighborhood. So <laughs> I don't want to make this intro too long because I once they come back in, you're going to hear a whole bunch of noise. So I'm trying to do this episode while they're outside. And you guys, what I want to say about that um, is I was having a conversation with one of my friends the other day and we were just talking about like, you know, does there always have to be you? You know how you hear about this baby mama, baby daddy drama, right? When it comes to, um, you know, people who have kids and they're going out there and dating and stuff. And I was basically saying like, you know, I'm not, you know, dating anyone right now. But, you know, when I do start dating again I don't there doesn't have to be this stigma right you guys like oh if she has a kid that automatically means there's baby (laughs) daddy drama or whatever like me and my son's father you know although we're not together we have a very harmonious peaceful friendly relationship right And it doesn't have to be, although you're not like romantically together, you don't have to have this relationship where it's like, oh, we can't even be in the same room or, you know, you can't even come over and like spend time with your son because we're fighting so much and we don't get along. Like it, it doesn't have to be that you guys, like it really doesn't. And don't get me wrong. Like we have, you know, our moments where we might not agree on something or you know we have our little moments right but it's so rare (laughs) like one of my mentors was asking me that like a week ago like oh how how often do you guys like argue that was like almost never (laughs) right it's like it's so rare when we get into those little tiffs right but we you know we talk about it and it's always about our son right so if we don't agree with something like you know how I'm doing something when it comes to our son or how he's doing something you know well well you know there will be moments right that we get into the little disagreement but we talk about it and we come to a conclusion and it doesn't have to be like all this drama you guys so I want to encourage you to twofold right if you're in a situation right now where you have a, a kid or children and you're not you know with your the father of your child or the the mom of your child you know I just want to encourage you you know if you want a relationship where you know you guys can you know the the your the dad can come over and spend time with your child or you can go over and it doesn't have to be like oh you just come and pick them up 
and we never speak and we don't even say hi to each other. Like if you want a relationship where your child can see you interacting and happy and just being peaceful and harmonious, although you're not together, you can definitely have that. And I will say, you know, first of all, just pray about it and tell God, you know, God, this is what I want. You know, I want to be able to have my child, you know, in the same room with both of us together. And it's not like this whole big, you know, oh, we are always arguing or we're always fighting or we can never like, um, you know, just be in the same atmosphere. It doesn't have to be that, you guys. So I want, you know, to encourage you to pray about that first and foremost. Um, and then secondly, you know, if you are thinking about, um, going out there and dating, right? Don't think that it has to be the stigma like, oh, if he has a kid or if she has a kid, it automatically means like there's drama, right? There doesn't always have to be drama, you guys. And, you know, until you get to know that person that you're dating, right, and their situation, don't just assume that there's drama and then like cut yourself off from getting to know that person. Because, you know, once you get to know them, you'll see, oh, they actually have a really harmonious relationship. There's not drama like at all or hardly ever actually, right? So don't put that stigma in that, you know, yeah, that stigma out there that, oh, if he has a kid or she has a kid, there's automatically drama because that definitely is not the case, right? So <laughs> that's what I want to say about that. Yes, my love. So just keep that in mind, right? Like, you know, if you're in a situation now where, you know, you're going through a divorce or a breakup and there are, you know, your children are involved, first of all, my heart goes out to you. I just pray for you. I pray that, you know, it's as peaceful and harmonious as possible. I pray that the kids are, you know, just understanding and they're able to, you know, just really just understand that both of their parents absolutely love them, even though, you know, they might not be together or in the same house anymore, right? But I also want you to know that, you know, you can develop a relationship where, you know, even though you're not together, even though you're dating, you know, maybe other people, right? Um, you can have a relationship with the father of your child or the mother of your child. And it doesn't have to always be, you know, oh, we don't speak or I can't even be in the same room with you or we can't even, you know, take our child to soccer practice together or swimming practice together because we fight so much and there's always all this tension. It doesn't have to be that. And, you know, what, what, what what it comes down to you guys is first of all just thinking about the child your child and what's best for them and just knowing that you know if whenever they see us together if they see you know that we're okay and that you know you, you don't have to be all bubbly and happy right <laughs> but you know if we, if they see that we're peaceful and we can get along and we can have a nice conversation you know that would be in the best interest of our child right or our children right and then secondly there comes a lot of forgiveness a lot of communication right a lot lot of just, you know, putting, not putting your feelings aside, but just putting, you know, just understanding that 
okay, in the bigger scheme of things, like what is best for my child comes first, right? And it doesn't have to be, especially if the breakup was really bad or something, you know, you don't have to discredit your feelings or, you know, what you're going through. But, you know, in the bigger scheme of things, just putting your child and saying, okay, what's in the best interest for my child and my children right now? Would it be in the best interest for them to see us arguing and fighting and bickering all the time? Or would it be in their best interest to see like, although mommy and daddy aren't necessarily together right now, you know, we can um, be in the same room and, and laugh and have a nice relationship and interact with our child together without there having to be fights and drama and all of this, right? So, and then there's also counseling, you guys. Like I had to go through counseling, right? And that just worked wonders for me. Um, my, you know, strengthening my spirituality and my relationship with God, talking to people like my mom and my grandma, my nana, my spiritual mother, right? My friends, right? So all of that combined, you know, has really helped me. And then of course, you know, talking to um, my son's my son's father about, you know, okay, how, how do we want him to be raised? What are the values that we want to teach him? What do we want him, you know, to see as far as us and our um, co-parenting, even though we're not together and we won't, you know, be getting back together, you know, how do we want him to experience our co-parenting, right? So <clears throat> all of that came into play, but, you know, I just want you to know that it's possible, right? Because I know there's a lot of relationships out there where there is a lot of drama. That's where that stigma came came from, right? Like how there's always, I do not like the word baby daddy and baby mama. I don't like that word at all, though that phrase, but you know, that's what they call it, right? Baby daddy, baby mama drama. And, you know, so there are relationships where, you know, unfortunately, there is that fighting and that bickering. But I'm just telling you that it doesn't have to be that way, right? And, you know, we should <laughs> kind of, you know, get to know people first before we assume like, oh, she has a kid. So there's automatically going to be drama and I don't want to get involved in the drama and stuff, right? So, get to know people for and, and and hey like I'm not saying that you have to date like a woman or a man with a kid like if that is totally not your preference like I totally respect that I was saying to one of my friends like a month ago like hey when I did not have a kid it was totally my preference not to date someone with a child right because I just I at that time I hadn't had a lot of experience around kids right and you know it was just a whole new world for me and I just felt like it would be a lot easier for me and my just my preference right just to date someone without a child <laughs> so I totally get that right but if you are open to dating someone with children or with a child right then just sort of be open-minded and see for yourself what the relationship is like with their the father of their child or the mother of their child before you just assume that there's going to be a lot of drama because there are har harmonious relationships out there co-parenting relationships where there's like hardly any drama at all maybe they have 
a little disagreement once or twice a year and that's it. And the next day they talk about it and they get over it and that's it. Right. So just, um, just we have to stop assuming a lot of things about people and not just when it comes to relationships, you guys about anything, right? We look at someone and we look at the color of their skin and we assume something about them. We look at someone, we look at the clothes that they wear and we assume something about them, right? So we just have to stop making these assumptions about people and really um, get to know people. And me saying, I don't want to do a long intro. (laughs) And here we are with over a 15 minute intro. So (laughs) way to go, Erica. (laughs) Okay, but they're not back inside yet. So we have some time for this episode. You guys will be able to hear when they come back inside because the noise will... (laughs) will skyrocket okay but anywho (laughs) um okay you guys so this is what the episode actually is about today and it is about you guys what we need to focus on in our business for the next 30 days right so here is like the big epiphany I had and I was listening I was actually reading a lot this week and listening to a lot of um, like YouTube channels and different messages about business and business success, right? And these are the things that have really, really, really helped me in my business and also that really resonated with me as far as the messages and what I've been reading and all of that good stuff, right, you guys? So here's the three things I want us to focus on for the next 30 days, like really focus in really, really hard on, okay? The first thing I talked about a lot in my last episode, so if you haven't heard that, please go back um, and listen to that. But the first thing is, you guys, and this is hard, but it's so necessary, we have to stop focusing so much on how do I make more money? How do I make more money? How do I make more money? And if we shift our focus to um, how how can I be of service, right? I promise you, you will start to make more money naturally. And the episode where I really dive deep on this is called Going Back to Basics. It's my very last episode. Um, So please listen to that, you guys. But what I found in my business, you guys, is when I shifted from being of from you know, how do I get more sales? How do I get more clients to just how can I be of service? How can I, you know, give my audience and my tribe what they need? How can I help them? How can I help them to succeed, right? When I started shifting my mindset and my way of looking at my business and my perspective to that, you guys, that is when, (laughs) you know, people started asking me more and more and more, like, how can I work with you, right? When I started going above and beyond and, you know, you know, stopped saying, oh, you have to charge for this and you have to charge for that. And just started saying like, oh, you know, I can just do this for you. Then that's when people started saying, well, I want to work with you now, right? So how can you be of service? (laughs) they came back in guys so (laughs) we are finishing this recording in my closet hashtag mom life (laughs) okay you guys so number one the first thing we're going to think about and really really dive deep into for the next 30 days is serving okay 
how can I just serve my customers and clients more? How can I go above and beyond, right? Serve, 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 serve. When you're so focused, you guys, on how do I make more money, all it's doing is repelling money away from you because energetically what you're saying to the universe is I don't have enough, right? I don't have enough money. I need more. I have a lack, right? Rich people, you guys, wealthy people who truly have more than enough, not the people who are pretending um, to be wealthy <laughs> and faking it, right? But the people who are truly successful, um, I'm so sorry if you can hear my son, guys, he's running around. I guess he's like Superman right now or something. But um, the people who are truly successful, um, they don't constantly worry about money, you guys. And, you know, we all have been there where it's like, oh, I need an, I need more. I need more. I need more. Like recently during this COVID pandemic, right? Like I have totally been there where it's been like, oh my gosh, like, you know, a struggle and all of that. But, you know, it, I've noticed that when I'm in that mindset, it literally just repels money away from me, right? So when you start just shifting from how can I make more sales? How can I get more clients just to how can I be of service, right? How can I make my products and my services better? How can I go above and beyond? How can I, you know, instead of charging for every little single thing, like, oh, you want me to change this sentence on your website, I'm going to charge for that, right? You know, how can I, you know, just little things. Now, don't allow your clients and your customers to take advantage of you because I'm strong on my boundaries as well. <laughs> if you have listened to my podcast for a while, you know I'm very strong on my boundaries. So do not allow people to run all over you and take advantage of you. I am a recovering yes girl. And I used to say yes, 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 yes to everything, but I'm learning quite quickly um, that that is a recipe for disaster and that's a recipe for me having resentment and being burnt out. So now I have developed some very strong boundaries. But at the same time, you know, I'm also like, how can I serve? How can I, you know, be better? How can I, you know, just do little things for my customers and my clients that go above and beyond. But, you know, at the same time, I'm not just, you know, <laughs> giving away my entire business for free, right? So how can you serve you guys? So step two that we're going to start thinking about for the next 30 days, like really, really, really thinking about it is um, kind of along the same lines, but it's how can you make yourself irreplaceable? And here's what I mean by this, you guys. A lot of us are in industries where there's a ton of other people doing the same thing, right? So let's say you run Facebook ads for people. There are thousands, literally, if you Google, you know, Facebook ad agency or, you know, someone to run my Facebook ads, if you just Google that, there will be thousands of, of companies and people that show up on your Google search that can run your Facebook ads for you. There are thousands of people on YouTube or on Instagram, if you just search for it, 
who can run your Facebook ads. So a lot of us are in competitive markets where there's a lot of people doing the same thing that we're doing like at its core, right? So how can you make yourself irreplaceable? Meaning, you know, since there's a thousand other people who are running Facebook ads, how can you make your Facebook ad agency stand out so much that your customers and your clients become loyal to you? And they're like, you know, Erica, although there's like a thousand other Facebook ad agencies, I want to stay with you because you do X, Y, and Z and nobody else is doing this, right? So I want you to think about how can you make yourself irreplaceable even in a very competitive market, you guys. So, um, you know, how can I, you know, go above and beyond for my clients? How can I offer a service that nobody else is offering right now, right? How can I, even with your branding or your marketing, you guys, you can develop some type of really unique branding that your customers and your clients just love. You can develop like a marketing slogan. You can have the best customer service in the the Facebook ads marketing niche. And because your customer service is so stellar, your clients stay with you, right? And this is even if you're charging premium prices, you guys. A couple of episodes ago, I talked about how you should be thinking about your product and your service as a premium product and service, right? How can you make yourself you know, the the Prada of your industry? How can you make yourself the Chanel of your industry or whatever other luxury brand you love, right? How can you make yourself, you know, the XYZ of your industry? How can you be the Michael Jordan of your industry, right? And how can you make yourself a premium brand, a premium product where you charge, you know, you can never charge what you're worth, you guys, but you can charge for the outcome that your customer and your client will receive, right? So you yourself are priceless, right? And I want you to get into that mindset too. I am priceless, right? You can't buy me, <laughs> right? You cannot buy me. So you know, you can't buy me, I'm priceless, but the outcome that you're going to receive, the transformation that you're going to receive after working for me is worth X, Y, and Z, right? And actually, you know, so here's an example. Let's say you are a Facebook ad agency, right? And you're running Facebook ads for people, right? Let's say you charge people, I don't know, $3,000 a month, to run their Facebook ads, right? Some people may say, what? That is absolutely ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. And actually there's agencies that charge way more than that, you guys, but I'm just putting out a number, right? Some people are gonna say that's ridiculous, right? But what you can say is, well, you know, after I finish running your ads, my past clients have seen $20,000 worth of sales in a month. $30,000 worth of sales in a month, right? So actually, <laughs> I'm doing you a significant favor by charging you just $3,000 where my past clients have seen results, like an additional $20,000 coming into their business, right? So you're actually making $17,000 because in addition to whatever income you're already bringing in, 
because I'm running your ads, right? So I want, I don't want you to start, I don't want you to keep thinking, you know, oh my God, this is, you know, if I charge $3,000 a month or $4,000 a month or what have you, if I charge this amount of money, you know, um, it's too much. I want you to think of the transformation. What is your customer or your client going to receive on the back end after you're done working with them, right? If you're a relationship coach and you charge, you know, I don't know, $500 per hour, right? Some people are going to say that is absolutely insane. I'm not you know, paying a relationship coach $500 an hour, that's ridiculous. I can just go hire, you know, a $50 per hour relationship coach. Well, you can say, you know, is your relationship worth $500? Is your relationship worth $500 to keep it together? Is your marriage worth $500 to keep it together? When you come from that angle, right? you know, actually my services are priceless. Me being a relationship coach, me being a marriage counselor is priceless if I can help you keep your marriage together, right? If I can keep you from getting a divorce, right? So actually my services are priceless. So this $500 is nothing, right? Because now you're going to have a healthy, happy, right? There's so many people that are married or that are in relationships and they are absolutely miserable, right? So you can say, I'm going to teach you how to have a healthy, happy relationship where both of you are happy, right? You're not miserable. You're not just roommates anymore. You're having a wonderful, vibrant, you know, love life, in marriage. Um, and, you know, also you keep your marriage together. You save yourself from divorce. Divorce costs money, you, you guys. Like, I've been through it. Divorce costs money, right? So, um, you know, that's how you can approach. And you, you wouldn't say it like that. Of course, you would put it in a way more eloquent way than what I'm saying it to you right now. But the point is, is that when you start thinking from the outcome that your customers and your clients are going to receive, you're going to see that your premium pricing really isn't premium because the the transformation or what you're going to be able to deliver on the back end is worth so much more. And if you're just starting out, you guys, and you're a total newbie and you're like, Erica, I don't have any customers or clients right now, that's okay too. Because what I want you to do is I want you to look at your past experiences, right? I'm pretty sure, you know, not 100% of the people, if not 99% of the people have that listen to this podcast have had some type of job before, or you've done some type of project where you've been able to um, get a great result, right? So you can say, well, at my past company, I was responsible for helping them bring in $250,000 more in sales. At my past company, I always received the reward for the best receptionist. I always received the reward for the most professional and friendly customer service agent, right? So you can use those types of things that you, um, 
those awards and accolades in, rec in recognition from your past jobs or your current job, you guys. And you can use that to let your new clients and customers know what you can do for them, right? At my, at my current company or at my past company, I received, you know, raises or um, a job promotion every six months or every year, right? I, you know, you can use whatever awards you have received, right? I was responsible for getting together a team of um, 25 volunteers to give back to, you know, school children who needed school supplies last year, you know, so I'm a great project manager, you know, you can use stuff like that, you guys, um, to show your new customers and clients what you're capable of. So even if you have not made one sale yet, even if you don't have one customer or client yet, I guarantee you that if you look back in your history, you have some experience where you have been able to get a really great result for a company or a nonprofit organization or someone that you have partnered with, you have been able to get a really good result where um, you know, that company or that person has benefited. So use all of that to, you know, show your customers and your clients what you can do for them, right? And, and ask yourself, how can I be the unicorn in my industry? How can I stand out so much that even though I am charging what some people perceive to be premium prices, that my customers and my clients are gonna stay loyal to me and they're gonna stay with me because they know that there's nobody else like me out there. There's no other company like me out there, right? So that's the second thing I want us to think about. So first is service. And secondly, how can I be the unicorn in my industry? Now, the third thing I want us to think about really, really hard for the next couple of days or the next 30 days is how can I outsource more? Outsource, 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 or get assistance, you guys. I cannot stress that enough, especially if you're working a nine to five job and you're trying to start a business, especially if you are a parent, right? Especially if you just want time. <laughs> guys, starting a business is not easy. You are going to put in so much work. You're going to put in so many hours. Last week, you guys, oh my goodness. I was just like, oh, I just need time for myself, right? And I went and I ordered some books after, you know, I had a conversation with God about the direction of my business. You know, I was directed to, you know, just read read some books. So I have been making time and making it a priority to just stop at, at, you know, at night, right? And just stop and give myself a moment to have some self-care and to sit down and read some books and to um, just decompress, right? And do something else besides work, right? You guys, when you're running a business, you're going to put so many hours in. And sometimes it's just so easy to get lost. It's easy to lose track of time. The next thing you know, you're looking up from your computer and you're like, my God, I have been on this computer for 12 hours. <laughs> like it's so easy to get caught up in that, you guys. And so I have been making it a priority. Once again, I was really good about doing this um, 
about a, a year or so ago. And then I got into the habit of like just kind of grind and hustle. And now I'm getting back into no, Erica. We're definitely going to make it a priority um, to give yourself some time. Shut down your computer, right? And then give yourself some time at the end of the night. Like after I feed my son... And after, you know, we spend time together and I do his piano lessons with him, you know, after he's in the bed, I would jump right back on the computer, you guys, and I would work. And I'm like, no, I know better than this, right? (laughs) But we get into these habits or these, you know, these ebbs and these flows where sometimes we're doing, you know, although we know better, we don't do better sometimes. And I had to really force myself lately Like, no, you're not turning back on the computer after your son is asleep. You're going to give yourself time to decompress. You're going to read a book. You're going to have a nice cup of tea. You know, now I do yoga at night as well. You know, in addition to like my morning routine in the morning, you know, I've been making it a priority to get outside, to go to the gym, to exercise, and just to do stuff for me, you guys. So I want to encourage you to do stuff for you because it's so easy to grow. Even if you love what you're doing, There's so it's so easy to grow resentment for your business or even your nine to five job. If you're always there, you're always working. It's all that you do. It's so easy easy to grow resentment for that and it doesn't matter how much money you're making right i this this year you know alone i've made more money than i have made before and it doesn't the money doesn't matter when you're burnt out you guys that's what i'm trying to say so if you're always tired if you're always working if you're always just in front of your computer, right, uh, working, whatever it is that you do, your nine to five, your business, both, if you're always doing that and there's no balance, there's no time for yourself, it does not matter if this was your highest grossing month. It doesn't matter if you're now making more money than you've ever made in your life because burnout doesn't care about your money. Burnout does not care about how much is in your bank account. Burnout doesn't care (laughs) about, you know, any of that because you're so tired and it's very easy to grow resentment and to feel like, oh my God, now I want to quit because you're exhausted all the time. So you have to make it a priority to, to do things for yourself shut down the computer, step away from your business, right? And stop working so much overtime at your job if it's completely burning you out, if you're not spending time with your family, if your health is suffering, nothing is more important than those things, right? So you have to create balance, you guys. And one thing I have learned that helps me create tremendous balance (laughs) is to outsource, right? to find assistance and to outsource, right? So I want you guys, if you're not outsourcing right now, please, 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 please outsource, right? You can go on upwork.com, U-P-W-R-K. You can go on fiverr.com. There's so, if you just look for virtual assistance, just type in virtual assistance, you guys, there's gonna be thousands upon thousands of websites that come up that, you know, can give you a virtual assistant. And guys, 
you think that you have to do it all yourself, but you don't. You think that nobody else can do it better than you, but somebody else can. (laughs) You think that if you give this task away to somebody else, they're going to mess it up, but they won't. And if they do, there's always a way to fix it, right? So stop with the excuses of, oh, I have to do it myself. Nobody else can do it better than me. This is how I used to think, you guys. Nobody else is going to you know, care as much as I care, right? But if you find the right people, you guys, and you will have to do some trial and error, right? You will have to do some trial and error to find the right fit, you know, because there are going to be some some people who just don't care, right? And you're, you know, unfortunately, you're going to have to let them go. But if you do trial and error, if you ask the right questions, if you, you know, interview the right way, if you ask for, um, you know, proof of work, right? If you do all of that stuff, you know, it can help you to get to a really good assistant faster, right? And it's going to take time to train them. You know, I, instead of having, you know, all of these different, you know, training meetings, if you can record some of the trainings on Zoom and then just, you know, record the process exactly how you do the process on Zoom and then give that to your assistants and, you know, say, you know, if you have any questions, then we can have a Zoom meeting. That could be a way to cut down on your training time because it takes a lot, right, to train people, you know, and there are some things that you are going to probably have have to have a Zoom meeting for, maybe not, it depends on your business, but whatever you can record on Zoom, you guys, and just like, hey, I recorded this this Zoom or this Loom, L-O-O-M, this Loom video, you can also record on Zoom as well, um, but I recorded this Loom video for you, and it shows you the exact process. Please let me know if we need to hop on a, a Zoom meeting or a call, if you don't understand something, right? But Guys, outsource, 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 outsource. I cannot stress it enough, right? If you want to grow your business, you have to outsource. You cannot do it all yourself. You can't be the receptionist. You can't be the the marketing person. (laughs) You can't be the, the, the whatever you're doing, the relationship coach. You can't be the branding expert right? You can't be the customer service agent, right? You can't do it all yourself, you guys. That is a recipe for your business just failing because you're so burnt out and you give up and you're like, I'm not going to do this anymore because it's too much. It's a recipe for disaster if you are trying to do it all yourself. It is a recipe for disaster if you are trying to do it all yourself. And yes, it might take a little bit of time for you to write, to find the right team right? It might take a little bit of trial and error, but that's okay because eventually you will find the right team. You will find the right person and they will take stuff off of your plate so that you can have your time back, you guys. In your business, you are supposed to be focused on growing your business, right? You're supposed to be focused on how can I be the unicorn of my industry? How can I stand out? How can I get more clients and customers, right? And you can't do that. You can't 
focus on growing your business if you are being everything in your business. If you're the receptionist, you're the customer service agent, you're the marketing expert, you're the branding expert, right? You're the whatever. You can't focus on growing your business, you guys, if you're doing everything yourself. It, it, You can't. It's just not possible. Your business is only going to grow to a certain amount and then it's going to become stagnant and it's going to stop because you are going to get burnt out. So outsource as much as you possibly can. And those tasks that you think, you know, nobody else can do, you can only do it yourself. I promise you somebody else can do it. (laughs) And they may even be better to do, they may even be able to do it better than you. If you just have a little faith in people and you have a little trust and you give people a chance, right? And another thing about outsourcing, guys, you're creating jobs for people. Isn't that amazing when you can help other people to make more money, right? You can help other people to feed their family. You can help other people to, you know, pay their rent, to pay their car notes, right? To take a vacation with their kids. So think about it that way. The more I outsource, the more assistance I have, then I am creating jobs for people. I am helping people to, you know, to grow and increase their wealth and their income and their livelihood. So, you know, when you're outsourcing, you are being of service. You're helping the world, you're helping your community, you're helping to give people a job that may have been looking for a job for six months. They may have been out of work for a year or something. They may, you know, just want a job in in this industry and they want to switch career paths, right? But you are helping people every single time you outsource, right? Pay people what, you know, I I was going to say what they're worth, but you can't pay people what they're worth. But make sure you pay people well, you guys, so that you, you know, develop a really good relationship. You develop a loyal team. Right. And when you're when you're first starting out, it, it may be a little bit tough to pay people the amount that, you know, um, you may want to pay them once your business is really booming and up and running, but find other things that you can do for people um, so that, you know, if you can't pay them, you know, exactly the amount that you want to pay them right away because your business is still getting off the ground, then find little things that you can do. Like you can give them little $25 Amazon gift cards or, you know, you can give them gift cards to their favorite restaurants or stores or something. Find something that you can do that you so you can show your team that you really appreciate them. Have little virtual get-togethers, like virtual dance parties or something on Zoom where the whole team gets together. But just do something fun to create a good team environment, a good community, and to show your team that they are so loved and appreciated as well. So I want you to focus on outsourcing because that is how you prevent burnout. That is how you get time back for yourself. That's how you're able to focus on the most important things in your business, which is actually growing your business. Um, and that's how you create jobs for people, you guys. So it's all it's good all the way around when you outsource. So those are the things, you guys, that we're going to focus on heavily. Um, 
for the next 30 days. And yeah, you guys, these are things that have really, really helped me in my business. If you have any other things that have helped you in your business, I would love to hear them. So come and say hi at gratitude first, gratitude one ST on Instagram or hello at gratitude first. I would absolutely love to hear any other ideas that you have around business. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I love you so much and I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Gardeners.